0: Hi, I am Nicole J. Georges. I am a queer, feminist, vegan cartoonist, teacher, and advice columnist living in Portland, Oregon, with my half-blind chihuahua, Ponyo Georges. Welcome to our podcast, Sagittarian Matters. Sagittarian Matters Sagittarian Matters Today on Sagittarian Matters, I discuss lesbian bed death with astrologer Jessica Lanyadu and comedian Lex Vaughn. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Today I present a special episode dedicated to the idea of lesbian bed death. Before we begin, I need to say one thing, which is that it's not just for lesbians. Anyone can have bed death in a long-term relationship. No one is immune, and everyone's just as lucky. Gay men have bed death. Straight people have bed death. Lesbians just like to process their feelings, so we probably named it first, as you are about to hear from my special guest, Jessica Lanyadu. Um, I opened this up on the internet and asked people their tips, and I got a ton. So I want to offer you a little bit of rapid-fire LBD advice before we dig into the podcast. Um, I asked some people that had been married for 17 years, and here are some things they told me. Number one, actively work to preserve your sex life with your long-term monogamous partner. You're not always going to feel like bunnies in heat like the first couple of years, but sexual intimacy is important to your ongoing happiness, so keep working on it together so you both stay satisfied. Okay, don't fight in bed. Positive interactions only in bed. If you need to fight, get up, walk outside, come back to bed when you're done. Don't go to bed angry. Talk to each other. Accept apologies every day before bed. No hostility or cold shoulders. Talk about how often you would both like to be having sex. Come to a compromise. Be positive, kind, loving. State your desires. Ask about hers. Make your partner feel good about herself or about you. Don't be petulant, whiny, or complaining, or entitled. Pick your favorite time and block it off your calendars. Go to bed at the same time and before you are too exhausted for sex. If you have an extenuating circumstance, like a baby, change your expectations but continue to work really hard to make time for intimacy and sex. Masturbation is a-okay. Seriously. Do something to make your partner's body feel good every day like a massage or a back scratch. Kiss each other in a sexy way every day. Give all kinds of compliments and appreciate your partner in every way. Only admire her body. Never criticize. It sounds like grandmotherly advice, this person says, but maybe grandma's still enjoying her long-term relationship. Oh, never withhold sex as a punishment or a fighting tactic. And lastly, this person told me, take vacations and have vacation sex. This can be small, short, cheap vacations, but take them as often as possible. So those are some of the best tips that I got, aside from the things you're about to hear. Good luck to you and uh, enjoy the episode. Jessica Lañado is an internationally respected astrologer and psychic medium who has been in private practice with clients all over the world since 1995. She's a triple Capricorn, and you can find her horoscopes and more at lovelañado.com. Hi, Nicole. This is a bit. Ve- just wondering what your cure for lesbian bed death is. Asking for a friend.
1: Thanks. Okay. So, my advice? Yeah. Uh, okay. This is my advice. My advice, first of all, is I've been counseling people for 21 years, uh, and I have found that LBD does not only afflict the L's, there's GBD, HBD, that would be gay bed death, <laughs> heterosexual bed death. Um, there's all kinds of bed death and the L's do not own it. Although I think it's funny. So I always call it LBD. Yeah. Um, And I, in fact, I've been thinking about this and ever since we were emailing about it. And I was like, Oh, in the past year, in 2016, I've talked, counseled more people on GBD than on LBD, gay men's drying up. And it's because I have, I mean, I think it's different for different people, but I think when somebody becomes your family, it's hard to want to bone them, right? Yeah, I was wondering about
0: that. because So I, I posted on Facebook. People were giving me their tips, emailing me their tips. One person wrote, yeah, I find the more intimacy I have with somebody, the less I want to bone them. And mm-hmm. I was like, that person must be crazy. Because, But is it true? <laughs> I was like, that must so be because they're <laughs> like avoidant or something.
1: It's true. Okay, so this is the thing. So I'm an astrologer. Yeah. So there are it depends on the different kind of personality types you're dealing with. Like the idea that there's like a universal answer, it makes the assumption that we have sex for universal reasons, or we experience intimacy in universal ways, which of course isn't true. So there's like, people have sex for lots of parts of themselves. Some people have sex for intimacy. And those people, when they're having LBD in any form, generally are having trust issues. They are either not able to trust themselves or to kind of like, refer back to their own bodies and stay in their bodies in a way that's pleasurable and spontaneous or they don't trust their partners and they want to fucking fight about the dishes or they want to fight about whatever else so the the bed stuff is like it goes it just goes away other people have sex as a way to have power so sometimes that's about like dirty kinky sex but generally that's about Um, it's just about how they relate to sex and how they relate to their bodies. And I I think that people aren't usually conscious of that. Um, and so as an astrologer, I'm always looking for that. I'm like, where do you fuck from? And then where do you make love from? Mm -hmm. And do you make love with the person you're in love with? Because the answers, again, are not universal. And so there's another thing, which is people have sex to get a break from reality. Yeah. Like to check out. And so a common thing that I see that happens with LBD, especially for women, is our fantasy landscape. So there's this pressure that we have to be monogamous, right? And I call it just, and I'm referring to the pressure, not the choice, the pressure. yeah. Because there's this thing that I think especially female nurtured people have where it's like, I shouldn't think about sex with anyone but my partner. I shouldn't fantasize about sex with anyone but my partner or like whatever Ellen DeGeneres or whatever floats your boat, right? So people don't give themselves permission to have this no holds barred fantasy landscape that they can do whatever the hell they want. And so something happens in long-term relationships where an an individual's sexuality can kind of atrophy and it becomes just about like what I do in bed with my person. Mm -hmm. And that's a boner killer for most of us. Also, did you know that young people say that what, use the word wet as like cool? It's like wet. Yeah, <laughs> I, do. I
0: know. Well, that's like when people be like, "That's tight," and then exactly. I knew someone once who was such a man hater who was like, "Don't say that," because you know what that's referring to? A it's tight vagina. A tight...
1: Well, you know, it could be a tight vagina, but also a a re- a, a posture door, like a, yeah. a back door, is also a tight environment yeah. that many people enjoy of all persuasions. True, just, it's true. Just, but anyways, wet yeah. is also. I have digressed Dude, but do you wet. understand the point it, yeah. it is it, it's it's what i forget what i was but the point of the story is that i think that um there's a way that when you no longer have a sexuality that is for you and by you it's hard to give all that power to your partner when your whole life is revolving around her anyways right yeah. and i think that's a really big culprit for bed death i also just think it's hard to to bone somebody that you're that close to because you get into this like routine with them Mm -hmm. so the answer what's the answer the the answer we're here to solve lesbian bed death or bed death in general let's solve lesbian bed death slash bed death okay Okay. so first of all the answer is there's not always a fucking answer and the reason why there's not always an answer is because sometimes the reason why you stop having sex with someone is because you don't want to have sex with them And then you have a choice to make. Is it that you want to be in a partnership that is uh, platonic or romantic, but not sexual? And that's a viable option. And I don't think anyone should be judged for making that choice. But it's only if you're making that choice. And then the other thing about it is, I know this couples counselor in San Francisco, and he says that having sex is like sometimes in a long term relationship is sometimes like chewing cardboard. You do it you just fucking do it. And after a while, if you hit the right buttons, you get satiated, you get nutrition, and then you go on to better things. And, um, and he's a straight dude. And so I can see why he would think it would, could be that simple. And also he's right. I think, I think that if you're like, I like having sex with my partner, I'm just out of the habit of it. And I don't know how to break through it. You have awkward, weird scheduled sex frequently until it becomes part of your, your routine. And, I would love to say that there's some sort of like magic pill to take. There's not. To bone or not to bone, the answer is if you like them, if you trust them, if you want to, you should be boning.
0: Should I, Can I tell you two things that people brought up? Yes. Um, one person who's been in a relationship for a long time said that she has something called sex camp where she and her partner have to have sex with each other every day for 30 days. They agree on it. Yeah. Um, No one's like cornering the other person. (laughs) I had that in my head.
1: Did you hear me gasp?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they agree on it. They have, they're like, okay, we are going to have sex every day for the next 30 days. And she was like, and sometimes you don't want to, and you're mad about it, but then you could kind of transform that into being hot, but it just gets you closer and gets you back in the thing. Um, But some other people I know that have been dating for, or married or whatever, together for 17 years, lesbians were like, okay, uh, if your partner, you know, is not at a zero from one to 10 if your partner's not at a zero and you want to have sex, they have sex with you or vice versa, whatever. So like, if you are not like an absolute, like, no, absolutely not. If you're even a little bit like, uh, sure. Then, and your partner wants to have sex, then you go with it and say, yes.
1: Those are great strategies. And they're really um, they're, they're kind of like elaborations on the cardboard idea, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great ideas. I think those are great ideas.
0: The other thing that the 17-year relationship said they do is they do a Cosmo kiss. They read about this in Cosmo, like, in 16 years ago, that every day they kiss each other for 10 seconds, like, deep kissing, and it doesn't have to lead to sex. If it does lead to sex, they have to do the kiss again later. But every day to connect so that they're not just roommates, they have, like, a 10-second long kiss. And also, they do some kind of physical thing for their partner every day. Whether that's like a little like hair thing or a neck kiss or a back rub,
1: that's so nice. I know, and they have a kid. Okay, they should have their own podcast. Um, that's very impressive. I mean, those are great ideas. Yeah, those are great ideas. Also, something I'm often advising because I counsel clients on this like all the time. Yeah, and something I'm often advising people, especially people who um, are in relationships with male gender people. Um, is to practice having like a finite period of time, whether it's weeks or months, where you're not fucking, you're not boning, you're not having intercourse, but you are having doing sexual acts. Mm. Because sometimes I think pressure ha- builds up in terms of like, oh, I should do this, or um, people end up doing sex acts that they don't really enjoy for periods of time because they know their partner enjoys it. Um, and I also think that um, it just, it builds up desire which sometimes yeah. you need to work on in a relationship because it can get boring.
0: Yeah. So you're
1: not mm-hmm. giving them the end thing that yeah. you guys usually do. Right. Exactly. You're doing some exactly. Other sex, And act. also everybody's in charge of getting themselves off. Yeah. Instead of you're in charge of getting them off or they're in charge of getting you off. Sometimes taking a break from that helps because then you can, the next time you bone, you can be like, Oh, it's like a discovery instead of a routine. Yeah. Interrupting routine is really important in long-term relationships. Although, that counteracts the lesbian advice of 10 second kissing, which is kind of a really lovely routine. Yeah. But I think also it wouldn't, I don't know that it would work as well. I mean, it's, it's it's so you have to figure out what works for your relationship is really what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is so great to have you here because my advice, I tried to answer this on my own and my advice was like, don't watch series together in bed that was my my advice was like don't watch like a long netflix series together in bed because then instead of bed being like sexy time close time bed is like we're gonna like um what is it called when you just you just spinge
1: yeah we're just gonna do
0: this and we're gonna keep watching episodes till we fall asleep and then tomorrow night we're gonna be excited to get into bed to just watch some more episodes of this
1: thing instead of keeping the bed as like a like a romantic special space. Yeah. Also, hashtag Capricorn problems. Capricorns are obsessed with series. Did you know that? No. Yeah, we're obsessed with series, like cereals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're so super into it. It's routine. I love routine. Well, duh, so why It's yeah. like, the greatest thing that was ever invented. Um, but I think that's really good advice. And I also think the truth of the matter is a lot of times when people have bed death, they're done with each other. And not all the times I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it has to mean that. But I think that that's an important thing to keep on the table. It's like, do you not want to have sex with somebody because you don't want to have sex with them? That's real. And I think that people like to um, try to fix things before they figure out what's authentic for them. And that doesn't work. Don't find.
0: Is there like a a, barometer for that? Like an internal like test
1: you can take? That's actually a really good question. Um, I think that that it's different for everybody. And again, like this is why astrology is so helpful because I can see the person's chart and see what their internal barometer is because your barometer and my barometer is going to be different. Right. Um, But I do think being able to take time away from your honey to really sit with yourself and be honest about what you feel for her and what you feel around her and how happy you feel and how how much you want to invest in the relationship from a place of love and from a place of yes, instead of how much you want to fix the relationship from a place of fear of losing them or being single or or failing or whatever it is. Because I think people unconsciously and all of us do this in different ways at different times. But we, we go into this can't be broken. If it's broken, I have to fix it instead of this isn't working the way I ideally want it to. I want to explore what's underneath it for me instead of I want to explore how to fix it. Yeah, and and that's a mistake because you know your caller might have lesbian bed death and actually be quite unhappy in their relationship and um, want to preserve the friendship, but not necessarily want to see her partner naked. And that's you know that that's real. And I think that if people could be honest with themselves, they wouldn't spin their wheels as much.
0: Yeah, I feel like anything that gives me too many thoughts, like, you know, like the squirrel cage of thoughts, any situation that's giving you squirrel cage, I'm like, this is a situation I need to step away from.
1: Yes. Like these squirrels,
0: even though they're like working on a solution right now, these squirrels are a red flag. (laughs)
1: Also, you know, I'm a huge fan of of uh, people using porn responsibly. And I think that sometimes um, porn is a great way to stimulate sex in a relationship, watch dirty things, read dirty things together and either use that energy to do each other or use what you're seeing or reading as a jumping off point to be like, you see what they just did there? I think that's gross. Don't do that. Or like that's super hot because people don't know how to talk about sex yeah, in an honest way. So I think that that's also an easy way of, of kind of doing that versus like watching House of Cards, which is yeah, not the same.
0: Not the same. Wait, I have yeah. a controversial question to ask you because this came up too is a couple people wrote me and were like – I had bad death, and then I opened my relationship, and things were better. Whereas, mm-hmm. and of course, I've been there, but I also know many people on the other side that when they see you open their relationship, your relationship after a long time, they're like they're bringing the death toll for you. Yeah, and it's like the slow march. where are like, this is gonna work. This is gonna be fine. And then they're like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. what do you? This this is my theory on that. Um, and I'm not like against monogamy or against polyamory, but my my feeling is and this is such a fucking Capricorn thing to say, but don't go out for dessert if you're not getting fed at home. You know, mm-hmm. it's like to fix your, and I, I mean, it's not like I've never tried that strategy, yeah. you know, but- uh, It's a great strategy. It's a great strategy. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, I hate all my clothes. I'm going to go to my friend's house and steal all her clothes. It works, but when you have to give those- clothes back you still are left with a shitty wardrobe yeah which is and, your it's <laughs> <to be laughs> very real it's tragic and real so I do think people I think it's a really risky strategy because you're not actually fixing the problem unless the problem is you're not turned on to yourself mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and sometimes getting out there and like being a hunter or getting hunted is super hot and it reminds you oh I gr- girl still got it and then you go home and you bring it to your wife fabulous but I think most of the time it's not bad I think often it is it is like a a a slow step away from the relationship Mm -hmm. and finding your happiness away from your partner which is fine you know uh but I don't know I think get fed at home get dessert outside
0: yeah if you're fed at home and you're so full and then you're like you know what there's just room for more
1: this is right (laughs) that's
0: different than it's the opposite of tight it's the opposite of time. I put
1: him from But
0: Well, oh I kind of, yeah, so this person, originally when I was trying, I was like, okay, I was like, don't watch series together. I was like, make yourself really horny. And then just like, I was like thinking two things. I was thinking either A, if you guys are in an open thing, go do it with somebody and realize how horrible, how much you dislike everyone else in the world. <laughs> you know, like if you've been with this person for a while, you have some compatibility with them. You really like them step out and see like someone who's so unpleasant to be around i mean I'm, I'm sorry to them but you know what i mean that feeling of feeling particular and then going out in the world be like i could date anyone and then you try and you're like ew oh no totally. um so basically aversion
1: therapy is what aversion right therapy
0: with. but then yeah but then i also was like get yourself really really horny so you're just like a like a like a gymnast getting ready for their floor routine or you know something where you just you have all this sexual energy from whatever and then you have to just aim it at
1: your partner i think that's a great idea and also you know we don't really know what the caller was calling about and that's what i just keep on returning to it. people call me all the time and they want to do couples counseling they've been with somebody for like a year and i'm like if any year you need couples counseling you probably just need to end it and that's again such a capricorn thing to say but i just feel like some things shouldn't be that much work and i so we also don't know about this person yeah how much like because because The thing about like your gymnast metaphor, which is perfect, is that they work all the time. That's all they do. That's all they do is work. They're like workaholics. They're tiny little workaholics. And I feel like there's an element of we must work on sex. We must work on our own sexualities in order to have healthy sexualities with someone else. And at the same time, as soon as you feel guilty and as soon as it feels like a job, you're done. Like we're done. It's very hard to come back from that. It's not impossible, but it's really hard to come back from that. So don't guilt your partner and don't take on any amount of guilt about what you do or don't like, or how frequently you like it or not having had sex for three months. Don't yeah. feel guilty because that's a boner killer. Yeah. Not wet.
0: No, it's not wet. <laughs> well, and then also the last thing I told them was don't compare your relationship to other people's
1: relationships because you just don't actually know. I'm so 100% with you, 100%. Because I talk to people and I talk to people about their very private lives and I know what people tell other people and I know what they tell me or what I can psychically see. Yeah, And uh, yeah, very, very different things. Yeah. Even what people tell me versus what I can see, very yeah. different things. And sex is, you know, there's so many marks that I look of in, in the birth chart of like people's pace with sex. And it's very common for people to have, Um, a pace with their own sexuality that is responsive to their hormones. Um, people get really, really sexual for periods of time and then really asexual for other periods. Um, and it's okay if our relationships reflect that as long as there's fluidity within your dynamic with a person, Mm -hmm. there's so many variables is the thing to a human sexuality. And, uh, and there isn't a cure. There's like a life path and a commitment to having a robust sexuality, whatever that means for you in the moment. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, as a creative person, too, I feel like, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's like my, my sexual energy goes into my projects. And it's not like I'm having sex with my projects or I'm sexualizing my projects, but there's a procreative energy that can get gobbled up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that that's an uncommon thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can't
0: tell if I've ever felt like my sexual energy went into my projects. I mean, I've definitely been like, get off me. I'm
1: in the middle of working. But that might just be right. a
0: Capricorn thing.
1: <laughs> right. But right. I think that's also very different. It's more like the that, like, um, procreative gestating thing. I don't know if you get that way, but it's like, it becomes like the thing that you need to be like, what's that guy? Remember the movie Close Encounters where with the Spuds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tower of Spuds. It kind of like that Tower of Spuds happens. It didn't really talk about his sexuality. I'm guessing he wasn't having a lot of sex. Like the character wasn't. Yeah, no no. no, he didn't seem like he was into BJ's even. He seemed so. like
0: really kind of like out of his body. Yeah. That well,
1: that, that's, I guess that's, that's what it, it is. It's so, sometimes it's like, um, our creative projects or like our a million things in life take you out of your body. And when that happens, how do you come back in Yeah, for someone else? You have to come back in for yourself. I guess is really the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I feel like we've given a lot of great advice here. I You've given a lot like- of great advice about lesbian bed death. So, okay. It's not just for lesbians.
1: No, not just for lesbians. That's
0: more people's people. Like that's like a patriarchal, heteronormative blah 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 blah. Women like well, women like sex, and they can
1: like having sex with each other. And absolutely, but women are, I think, more forthcoming about their sexual problems. They process them, and that's why we named it. And straight people never named it, and you never hear gay dudes talk about it. But let me tell you, I counsel plenty of gay dudes with LBD, so it's not relegated to the L's.
0: We just we just put a flag in it first.
1: We did. We claimed
0: it for our people. Do you have last minute advice for couples or Capricorns?
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, Okay. No, no pressure at all. Couples. Um, hmm. Couples. My advice to couples is to be interested in your partner because you really, it gets to a point where you can feel like you just know your person. And if you stop asking questions and being interested in what they think about things and relying too much on your assumptions, it's kind of a gateway drug to a lot of other bad things. So that's my advice for couples. My advice for Capricorns is don't let anyone tell you're not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was cheating advice, but I'm giving it anyways.
0: That's okay. You're all going to cheat here. You know, this is a safe space for Capricorns. Yes,
1: and, <laughs> no, I really appreciate it. That. And
0: that's, as it is a safe space, it's a place where Capricorns can cheat. And um, I, <laughs> wait, the last thing I have to tell you is that, you know that Harvey Sid Fisher song, the, his songs about the signs? The Capri- yes, of course. The Capricorn one made me want to cry when he's like, I make love by the numbers. I'm not <laughs> bored by routine.
1: <laughs> um, do you know, do you have a, a, do you have Mars and Capricorn? I don't remember this about you. I can't remember. I don't know. Don't, yeah, me neither. I don't remember. I feel for some reason I feel like you do, but I don't know where that comes from. Um, okay. So this is what I think. We don't generally have sex from our sun sign. Mm. We have sex from other places, but not your, the sun is your identity. So I don't know. Do you fuck from your identity? Do you make love from your identity? Do you even make out from your identity? I don't think so. It's from Mars. Mars is your body and Venus is connection. So it might make you weep, but it should only make you weep for Mars or Venus and Capricorns.
0: Okay, that makes me very happy because I was watching it and I just, you know, I already as a Capricorn imagine myself like in a rocking chair in the corner eating prunes by myself,
1: (laughs) and then seeing that I was like, it's too real. It's too. (laughs) That's funny. Also, Capricorn and Saturn, Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn, tend to be the some kinky MFs. Really kinky because all that repression has to go somewhere.
0: I know. I get so excited when I meet someone who seems repressed because I'm like, oh my God, what could happen next? (laughs) (laughs) This person's so uptight. This must, they must be a maniac.
1: (laughs) Yes. That is very real. That is very real. Yes.
0: (laughs) So anytime someone meets a Capricorn, get excited. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Get excited. Find out their greatest, weirdest thing and do it with them. And then they'll be loyal to you and to your weird kinks.
0: For forever.
1: Forever or until and they it's... take
0: the um, quality of life test about your relationship and decide if
1: yeah yeah it's true. If and that. then when you leave the room, are they going to be sitting in a rocking chair contemplating the divine navel? They might. I mean, yeah, they might. <laughs> um, how can people find you? Oh, uh, people can find me through the magic of the internet mm-hmm. at my website, uh, which is at lovelaniado I write horoscopes there and other places. You can find me on the Instagram at Jessica Laniato, uh, at Jessica Lignato, Twitter at Jessica Lignato. And because it's really stupid that I would use my last name to like, you know, make people find me, I'll spell it. It's L-A-N-Y-A-D-O-O. Mm-hmm.
0: Diane are a codependent, shut-in couple made up of a homemade doll and an introverted lesbian. I'm delighted they took a break from doing comedy on the buffet circuit to come on the podcast. You can find Grandma Diane through Lex Vaughn at Funny or Die.
2: Oh, is my favorite. What's up, girl? Oh, she... Oh my God. Wait, I, I stooed all over the thing. Hold on. Wipe it off. You don't care about a foggy lens, do you? I think it makes me look like 10 years younger.
0: You look so good.
2: Thanks. It's because I don't... It's because I keep having sex in my life.
0: Is that what makes somebody look young?
2: That and being gay. If I'm gay.
0: Uh-huh. You're gay? Wait. Hold on, I need to say who's here. Oh, who's here?
2: here? I'm here on Sagittarian (laughs) Matters. Oh my God, Wait, What?
0: (laughs) I'm here on Sagittarian Matters with my producer, Ponyo. Oh, Ponyo. And we're talking to Graham and Diane.
2: Hi, hello, hello, um, lovely listeners. Hey, what's up, girl? Give me, put it inside me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I just had an Adderall smoothie. I love LA.
0: (laughs) That's so cool. Um... Wait, how do I take a screenshot of what's happening? Hold on.
2: You just keep you just keep jerking it girl, and it goes through <laughs> all over the screen.
0: <laughs> That's how I I mean, I guess it should be easy to take a screenshot cuz it's so big, right? Well, I think it's actually
2: shift option 4. That's um
0: command shift 3?
2: Let's see. Shift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, hold on. Oh
2: no, it's it's oh, it's Shift-Command-4 at the same time, and then a little thing that you know so much about computers except for how to have sex on them. Okay, I'm more interested, actually, Graham, in, um, you know, the logistics and being able to communicate thoroughly with people such as Nicole on her radio podcast with Ponyo. Very very nice animal you have, Nicole.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for coming on the podcast. It's really nice of you. Oh, yeah, just give me
2: five more minutes. I'll come all over the place. All right. (laughs) why you're so crazy uh, this <laughs> is the whole reason why we're talking because you're a prude I'm not prude and I'm wild and wet and all I I make I make my pants smell like a wet dog okay <laughs> like a petting zoo Nicole my underwear smells like a petting zoo
0: I can tell from here I know I bet I bet it's, I, don't know, I, I can't even I mean I, I make know you're it, flustered I get it I you get made you flustered maybe it smells like an aquarium at your house or something um. Somebody called me and they asked me what to do about lesbian bed death. Have you ever heard of lesbian bed death? Lesbian bed death. Yes.
2: Usually, you what you want to do is you want to have like maybe six feet by two feet mattress. No, no, lesbian bed death, not depth. <laughs> oh lesbian dead bed depth oh see i was sick. okay see listen i know what happened i i'm sorry i was getting confused because Graham wanted to get a new bed that's right i need to get a new bed do you sleep me my... in the same bed no 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 that's the first mistake with your lover don't ever sleep with them you have your own separate bed i'm getting my own bed because i've bled all over my mattress <laughs> and there's only so many times you can flip a mattress you know And I was like, well, why don't you get like a memory foam or Sealy Posturepedic? And you were like, oh, no, no, no memory foam. I mean, who needs a mattress with a memory? You know, I've been drinking my whole life to try to forget what happened to me on a mattress. Okay. (laughs) Um, I've never heard of this. I have. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. It's an epidemic. You just need to keep fucking around, you know. Just keep intrigue. Well, not, okay. What about that you just keep... Keep letting me talk. What you got to do is you always got to have someone interested in you. So your lover's all like, oh, wait. And then they just like, you know, they're all like, oh, I better get it up. I better get up tonight. You're going to leave me.
0: So in a long-term relationship with two partners, yeah. and, you know, so it doesn't even have to just be lesbians. I think maybe it could be gay men or straight people. I think That's from,
2: impossible. Gay men don't have lesbian bed death.
0: I've, I've heard that gay men have had lesbian bed death. <laughs> But so you're saying the best thing to do is keep an intrigue alive, so your partner always feels a little insecure. So oh yeah, that's, <laughs> so,
2: that's so sexy. Insecurity is so sexy. You know, the other day my lover, one of my lovers, was all like, "I'm," I was like, "I am." I, you have so much confidence, and then she was like, "Oh my god, that made me so
0: insecure." <laughs> have you heard of nagging?
2: Nagging is that like is that like necking with? With jites on. With what? Jites? Yeah, jaggings and lights. It's like tights, but jogging pants. Um,
0: no. Wait, what is something from The Game. Uh, so pickup artists use it, and it's where you say something to a girl that's like a backhanded compliment, so she'll feel insecure around you and try to right herself and prove to you that she's good enough for your attention. So you would say something like, oh, um, you know, I like your nails. A lot of girls do that nowadays, right? Or like... Oh, you're prettier without your glasses on, or just some some kind of weird thing to knock them asunder.
2: Yeah. Okay. So just keep your lover insecure. That's one. That's one way. Yeah. Just keep them on on their toes all the time. That's one way to stop the uh, the flame from being extinguished for sure.
0: Okay. Okay. Do you have any other um, tips? And um... well, let's see. Okay. So if I'm getting this straight, that we're talking about lesbian
2: vested, so That's when two women. Or women identified women I'm learning so much on the internet they are they get together and then they they stop having sex. Is that what you're saying this
0: is yeah they're in a long term relationship with a lot of intimacy, and maybe sex has been put on the back burner, and they want to know how to get it back on there
2: hmm. this this ought to be good well, I mean, what about just what about um just not what about not living together, man? Why just get in apartments next door to each other? you gotta keep the flame alive. What about what about learning how to stretch? What about stretching things? What do you mean we stretching stretch, things? Stretching. Like your holes. I mean you gotta just like think big, be big, you know? Like no messing around. What do you guys like reading? Is that what you're doing? Go out... <laughs> okay, like, well like I maybe... mean I, I guess I guess I would probably take a lot of trips. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, even if it's around the block, maybe go to the delicatessen get some cold cuts. Uh, oh my God, no wonder people want to stop sleeping with you. Cold cuts? What is this, 1950? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I, I. Well, I mean, let's talk about this more. Well, considering you've been in two relationships, well, listen, I, I know that we're not in a sexual relationship, not a non, not a consensual one. <laughs> okay, well, well than what we are. I mean, you know, I work. I work a lot. That's what I do. I bury myself in my job. Yeah, so I have all this free time to do whatever I want. I invited the the neighbor's cat over the other day and I gifted it in paint. We had a blast.
0: What's your job? that keeps
2: me attracted to you. I think we're getting off topic a little bit. I'm just saying you got to keep having sex. I think lesbians have a bad, they get a bad rap. You know, a lot of people think, oh, lesbians don't have sex.
0: What if you don't feel like it?
2: force yourself to to do it with somebody? That's weird. No, I mean just put something inside yourself. Okay. Well I don't know if you don't feel like doing it then maybe just again, you know, read a geez, what would one do? I don't really have this experience. Usually I just drink myself till I fall asleep.
0: Uh what so trips, maybe like a romantic romantic small vacations?
2: <laughs> yeah, with the other people. Oh my god. Or yeah or yeah,
0: or you know, I I've heard have heard different reports about opening up a relationship when things dry up. That seems so
2: stressful. It seems hot. I want it. Can we have some people over? Yeah, later.
0: Are you two partners?
2: Well, we're more we're odd couple. We're the bonk, bonk couple. We're the we're the cod couple. Adderall kicking in. Um, we are we are we are domestic partners. Yes, but we have ideas of love for other people.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
2: Yours are on the television, mine are real life. Okay, well, they're there, you know. But, yeah, we're just domestic partners, I guess. That's what they called it it in the
0: 1990s. But you don't have an official sexual relationship that you have to work on. Only
2: after drinking Kahlua and tomato juice. It's my favorite drink. It's called a blood clot. (laughs) Yeah, there is some drinking that happens. But for those who don't imbibe um, forcefully i I would say, yeah, maybe maybe a nice trip or 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 bringing friends over or 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 I don't know, maybe even just pushing each other to do or not even pushing each other, but just like open yourself up to you know, I think a lot of people you know, we think we're just kinda of one kind of person and when we're in a long term thing we get to know a lot about that other person. And I think, you know, you really have to push yourself to, to to learn new things and to acquire new skills and you know, to show that other person like, Hey, I didn't know you were into um, you know, pickleball or something like that. And uh, you know, or have other interests and maybe that would that would be exciting. But I do think sleeping in the same bed all the time is highly problematic. Really? Oh yeah!
0: Tell me more. Tell me more. Two I mean, separate beds or two separate houses?
2: Oh man, two separate houses, mansions, big mansions with pools, and then and the, and the pool and the, and the slide goes down into like a big thing of like margarita mix. It'd be so amazing, like that Jimmy Buffett um, hotel in Vegas. Okay, well I think maybe you know even just a even another room if it's possible, so you can have your own separate space or the floor like a dog. You on the floor like a dog, all fours. Okay. I just, <laughs> Just relax. That are all working. Okay.
0: But, like, Uh, your other room, like, so you can just have your own private time and then come see them when you want to?
2: I think so. That sounds pretty exciting to me. Do you do that? Do you have a, 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 do you live with your lover?
0: Uh, Well, Ponyo and I do live together, but we are not lovers. Oh. We, I, (laughs) you know, I didn't let her share a bed with me at first. Uh, I wanted to just get some things clear first. But then when I finally invited her down
2: phrase, Ponyo. <laughs> I have none. I have none.
0: When I invited her uh into the bed finally, we got a lot closer. But um, no, I don't have a sexual relationship with producer Ponyo, I guess. Um have you had have you had this
2: L uh, um L-D-D. It's like LDJ, but worse. I um, think if have,
0: it's ever set in with me, it's because there was some emotional reason that needed to get dug up i don't think it was just like spontaneously i was like i never want to have sex again i think it was like you know it was like a symptom it was a symptom of something and it wasn't dead it just was like i don't know
2: it was laying down it was dormant it was dormant it was dormant. dormant I I know a friend who she has been with her. I mean, they have an open relationship, but she's they've been together for 22 years. They live four miles away. They see each other about twice a week, and they have the best sex that they've ever had. Still, 20 years. But I think it just really depends on the person. And I mean, I think codependency seems, from what I've read, <laughs> seems very unhealthy. I uh, do you know what you're talking about. Give me the milk. Okay, here's some milk and I glue stick I want to hop it okay here you go um, but I think that can be very dangerous I think it just depends person to person you know relationship to relationship You know, especially if someone's highly independent and gets into a very um, codependent relationship that can really um, stifle someone
0: what do you think are the symptoms of a codependent relationship?
2: no men never want to do anything without each other ever 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 and then well, who are you talking to where are you going? Why are you wearing purple? You never wear purple. Stuff like that. I think they just, you can't not call. You have to know where they're going. You have to know everything about You get really upset when you don't hear from that person. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Think. Who are you talking to right
2: now? I'm talking to Nicole and Pony. We're on. Oh, God. I, just, I looked away for a second and I heard you talking and I was enraged. I was just enraged. And then I realized we we're talking on Skype. Sorry
0: what are your astrological signs um i am a virgo and i'm
2: a triple scorpio let's do it (laughs) yes i am a virgo with a um my moon is in capricorn and my rising is libra oh
0: yeah yeah i can see that i can see both of those things um okay so your tips are okay keep them insecure is graham's
2: Oh, yeah. Always, always keep them guessing and, get, and take a lot of new pictures.
0: Stretch your holes. Stretch your girl. holes. Oh, yeah.
2: I gotta, I'm got going to get a foot in there one day. <laughs> Size 10. I'm up, to, I'm up to
0: 9 right now. Um, don't nope. sleep in the same bed every night. I don't think that's a good idea.
2: Even though it sounds lovely to have a human body next year. <laughs> what's wrong <laughs> with me? Nothing.
0: If you live together, get a separate bedroom. But if you it can, can't don't live it. together.
2: I think so. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. Some people are like, "Let's get, uh, let's get a studio
0: apartment together because it's so expensive out in the world. All we can afford is a studio apartment." You're asking for trouble, ladies. One of my friends referred to living together as like getting a clitoridectomy. Do you agree with that? Oh,
2: oh, is that when the ki- when you just throw the kitty litter out? Yeah, because that shit stinks, man. You gotta get the crystals. I don't kitty litter is that what that you mean
0: mm-hmm. It was where down we, the toilet it's where somebody would just remove your clit completely
2: oh oh yeah that
0: sounds hot
2: yeah yeah get it do it do it whatever take, get whatever you can here take this pencil i just like sharpen it but, but let me put it in me i think that's a right we're talking about something that sounds okay sorry so that was what someone said that's what it's like it's just like getting your your lady parts cut off
0: yeah um that's like it. And so then your other tips are go to the delicatessen together. Cold cuts. Cold cuts.
2: You 1950s fraud.
0: Mm-hmm. Some cold mm-hmm. cuts together. Mm-hmm. And do you have any other last last tips for people in long-term relationships to keep the magic alive?
2: Good luck. You're going to need it. All right? True love, man. Find it. Good luck out there. Um, I Thanks, Graham. Uh, what a wonderful world it would be. Um, I... Geez, you know, I just say, uh Yeah, keep keep your keep your own keep yourself. You have to hold your independent form sometimes. That's what I was gonna say. I know. I think you just need to to you know do your own things you don't always have to do everything together and keep your own interests very free and you know you have to have some stuff that's your own because that's where when you start to collide with all your worlds like that and they're very invested in everything that your partner does it can be a very a little bit suffocating and also don't move into a studio apartment together why would you do do that? that never do that no, but a phone booth. Do it. Oh, my God. I lived with somebody in a phone booth once. It was so scalding hot. Oh, it God, sounds so
0: smelly to me.
2: Yeah, of course. And you like that?
0: Showering
2: is for... Well, never mind. I. You know what? It's a radio. I don't want the FCC coming down on me right now. I don't need that anymore. That was a 10-year battle.
0: Okay. I'm taking some screenshots right now. So look presentable, Graham.
2: Good luck. It's Adderall showing.